Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Your happily ever after is waiting for you in the Chrysler Pacifica and Pacifica Plug-In Hybrid. With available all-wheel drive, Pacifica helps handle adverse conditions like magic. And with a plug-in hybrid, it can help your range anxiety disappear. Make your drive even more enchanted in the Chrysler Pacifica. And watch Disney's Disenchanted, now streaming only on Disney Plus, rated PG. Disney Plus subscription required. Must be 18 plus to subscribe. EPA estimated 520 mile total range with a fully charged battery. Actual mileage may vary. This week's episode of Talking Simpsons is brought to you by Geek Fuel. Go to geekfuel.com slash laser time to sign up for a box of geeky goodies sent to you directly. And if you sign up through geekfuel.com slash laser time, you will get an exclusive Star Wars item worth $20 added to your first box. Ahoy hoy everybody and welcome to Talking Simpsons where we drink a lot of beer and stay out all night. <laughs> I'm your host for this one, Bob Mackey. Who else is here today with me? Christopher Antista, biggest Simpsons fan ever. Henry Gilbert, the real biggest Simpsons fan oh, ever. Oh my gosh. I'm Dave Rudden and some people call me Maurice. <laughs> Dave is a real space cowboy and today's episode is The Way We Was, which in case you don't remember, this is the 70s flashback episode to when Homer and Marge first met in high school. This episode aired on January 31st, 1991. Chris, what happened on this fabled day in history? Oh my. Oh my God, Bobby. A Marriott announces it's selling all 104 of its big boy burger chains. The American Music Awards announces MC Hammer has tied Michael Jackson as their most decorated artist ever. Wow. And AIDS announces it's the number two killer of leading young. It's the number two leading killer of young men. Wow. <laughs> did the virus make a press release? And I gotta say, pray, prayer did not help MC Hammer avoid bankruptcy. Right? Oh man! And uh, please note that Charlie Sheen was a young man back then. So. Yeah. Ooh, oh, oh boy, man. We're getting personal now. This is a, that was some dark news to cap that off with. <laughs> I apologize. So, this episode's going to be funny, though. Yes, That's we, when everybody started wearing the red ribbons. That is Big true, Big Boy yeah. Burgers, is that, isn't that the, the Lord Lad Donuts? Lord Lad. The yeah, yeah holding up like a platter with a burger I on don't, it. I've never been to one, but I remember a news chain of my parents with like a look of jaw-drock shop the last big boy burger. And I think there, there's still a couple around the country. But They've like, returned. Well, that was uh, a joke in Austin Powers that Big Boy was making its return. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that was Dr. Evil's lair, right? Yep. It was in a Big Boy. Mm-hmm. So this episode, I want to talk about one thing first. Like, this mm-hmm. is the first taste of 70s nostalgia that yeah. I think the world would experience. But just putting this in perspective, this episode is written in 1991 and aired in 1991. Probably written in 1990, I'm guessing. But, yeah. okay, so this episode is about 17 years before 91. If this episode aired today, it would be about 1998. They actually mm-hmm. did that. So just think and about that's that. One of the worst episodes. It's one of the most hated episodes. Yes. I, hate episode. I don't want to talk about that 90s show because it just destroys show. canon. It, it like yeah. it like yeah. relishes in destroying canon in a yeah. way that I feel is like self-destructive. It's, well, it's I, incredibly surreal as, a, as an adult fan of The Simpsons though when we this flashback is so canon it's not even funny. Artie Ziff yeah. is, is created here and the, the idea that like you're going to flash back to your 
Origins, and it's from when I was in high school. And also, Homer invents grunge after grunge is invented. It doesn't make any sense at all. It's a terrible episode. But Sonic does... Ask you to wear condoms. That's and true. That, yeah, that is but funny. That is a good joke, I know but... I'm infringing on your guys' territory, but like Matt Groening didn't want to do this episode because he didn't want to like stake the Simpsons to a, like a time and like time exactly. And yeah. yeah, Brad Bird also said the same thing. That Mike, you're gonna regret this yeah. if this goes for ten years. This is gonna stick you at a certain time. And, and they say like, ah, forget it, it was, buddy. Yeah, they were well, just like, this is such a good episode and yeah. such a good concept. We'd like central to, do it. to the episode is '70s jokes yes. everywhere. If you yeah. lose the time frame. Mm-hmm. then you lose the joke. And it was really surreal watching this with my parents because Homer and Marge graduated in 74 mm-hmm. and so did my parents. Yeah. So wow. like my parents are on the verge of turning 60 or they just did turn 60. Yeah. So like that is like the, the quote unquote real age of Marge and Homer is yeah. 60 yeah. at this I point. Made that, I did that, made that note too. Like if yeah. they were 18 and 74, wow. they are pushing 60 And they were born now. in 56, yeah. I'm guessing, yep. or 55. Yeah. Oh, that's so right around my parents. Yeah. So like I feel like this was the first taste of 70s nostalgia anyone would have. I mean, definitely the first yeah. for me. And like the mm-hmm. 90s would always would just be about 70s nostalgia yeah. to the point you were just like shut up I did not live through this era I don't care about platform shoes or the, lapels or, or whatever the Brady Bunch yeah, yeah. She, one of the she, best she got hit in the eye with a football yeah. one of the best unsung, oh, unsung movies of the 90s is the Beavis and Butthead movie which mm-hmm. seems to think it, watching it now I'm like did they really think the 70s was this funny and that's any, how they have to open the movie and like any kind of Waka Chica and Afros yeah. were immediately like comedy gold in the 90s yeah. so yeah. I mean it was, our, it was untapped ground this episode I guess. is riddled with yes and now the the 70s were as close to them as the 90s are to us now yeah. so i wonder if the kids our age Gonna be like, I don't care about this '90s nostalgia. Quit with your Kickstarters, Mystery Science Theater 3000. Yeah. This episode would be about like uh, there'd be like uh, Papa Roach and like um, Fred Durst on the soundtrack, <laughs> and like Homer wearing Jinkos and things like that. But it, uh, it is one of the most hack soundtracks of yeah. '70s nostalgia history. No, it was the, the Steve Miller Band, do the hustle. Songs. The thing is, these are very specific to 1974. Like the oh, Prom really? is Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, which was like a '73 album by Elton John. Oh, like, Bobby, they so are so specific, and they used to be very specific about these things like mm-hmm. this is going to take place in 74 they all have to be 74 related or like mm-hmm. at least within that time period so should but, we talk about oh go ahead yeah now. where does it start they, the, the framing device which became the framing device for all flashback episodes that's right like mm-hmm. something goes wrong like either the tv show they're watching is boring or mm-hmm. the tv breaks in this case they're watching a siskel and ebert okay. parody which i i love because i i love well these I, are both dead men by the way bo- both play well that. now it's only recently and that chase at the end my friend are you nuts that movie stinks like your creepy one bedroom apartment your mother <laughs> didn't think it was so creepy my mother real mature i'm sick of your great school i love watching a bald guy argue with a fat tub of lard okay yeah. i want to say like i recognize that as a joke because homer is both bald and, and fatter than ebert yes yeah, uh, yeah. I, I just i love how celebrated roger ebert and, and gene siskel were back in the day that like they were the most recognizable critics in the world who's the most recognizable critic now um, um pewdiepie but i do want to say chris we have seen the first appearance of mcbain <gasps> yes. i don't know if, i don't know if you grabbed Light the clip the our first. next movie is mcbain another shoot him up push him through the plate glass window splatter fest from the hollywood cookie cutter here's a typically brainless scene Senator Mendoza is one of the most respected citizens in this state, McBain. And yet you ran his limo off a cliff, broke the necks of three of his bodyguards, and drove a bus through his front door? But, Captain, I have proof that he's head of an international drug cartel. I don't want to hear it, McBain. <laughs> You're out of here. <laughs> <laughs> 
That makes two of us. Okay. So throughout the first three or four years, we see a lot of McBain clips. And the amazing thing is if you if you hook them all up to each other, they tell an entire story, I which I only realized recently. Like Mendoza I, pops up later because yeah. like when, when McBain is mourning the death of his bar, he's like, Mendoza! I don't think it does tell no, a story. No, it does. Stories. There's a YouTube, there's been YouTube yeah. I know yeah. this, but what it is, it's, it's so specifically making fun of a certain type of movie yeah. with the same characters there's not a real movie in there. It's just all little pieces of a cliche no, of what could, all those movies were. This is more than just a fan theory, but Chris. Could, I think it's real. I think yeah, so. they yeah. could act like it's different films, but they're like, no, he's chasing after Santa Mendoza. He's told not to do that. Yeah. His partner is killed by a guy hired by Mendoza. And then there's like then the, the parties, like, it's three times more addictive than marijuana. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I, yeah. Again, I, I think they were done sequentially in order, but I don't think on behalf of the writers they were trying to make a whole main movie. I think they were in on not not like a movie, but they no. were just like they're pulling clips from what could have been a movie. Yeah, well, my big the biggest props I want to give is to whoever did the celluloid border and font for the movie clip of the the review oh, yeah. show is so painfully, disgustingly Tim and Eric accurate. Oh, for to sure, that yeah. kind of show. Yeah, it was such a specific Arnold Schwarzenegger joke that here is a guy who is impossibly giant and has an accent that makes no sense. Like, yeah, he's a cop. Yeah. He's just a cop. Name McBain. Yeah, and there was a movie. There was an action film called McBain that came out after this that. Apparently the Fox lawyers told them, no, you can't call McBain because there's this movie. Like, but we had it first. And so. Riff Tracks did a Riff Tracks of it. They and, did? And uh, oh. Christopher Walken is in McBain. The really? movie, yeah. McBain. And so that's why he just became Raymere Wolfcastle and they were inter- they were introducing him by his character name, his oh. actor name all the time. Right, yep. McBain. Yeah. Jesus Christ. There was a real McBain movie. I yeah. was very annoyed that it wasn't President McBain, that it was President Schwarzenegger in the movie. Yeah, yeah I feel that, that was a little uh, patronizing. I was I elected to lead, not read. So what happens in this episode is the, the TV, TV breaks. breaks. And I think this is... Oh, sorry. I'd rather tell you a different story. How your father and I first met and fell in love. We were seniors in high school, but we had never even met. Never, ever heard that song before this the Carpenters. episode. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and but it's, it's a sound-alike here. But I think Steve Miller is the real song, but the Carpenters might be a sound-alike. Really? Yeah, yeah they got the, yeah, I mean, they got the song rights, but right. they just didn't get the master rights. A little too rights. expensive. Yeah, hmm. but this became their song. Like, speaking again of the movie, they, that song is playing on their wedding vi- uh, videotape. Yeah. Which, it's, though, it's, is apocryphal. They did not film their wedding. They got married in, like, <laughs> Reno, Nevada. That is so. true. Uh, but anyway, yeah. I, I still like that it's as far as licensed music goes. This is one of the only songs to come back over and over again. Yeah, though I also did not get as a kid the idea that Homer proposed to Marge by getting her pregnant. Like that's how, right. Yeah, that's how he proposed yeah. to her out of wedlock. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, we, we flash back to 1974, and like mm-hmm. Homer is the Homer that we know today. He is like <laughs> shiftless, aimless, no ambition, and just an idiot. And once again, a great clip of Dan Castellaneta singing. Uh, oh. Some people call me a space cowboy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some call me the gangster of love. Some people call me Maurice. <laughs> <laughs> God. I always do the woo-woo when yeah. I sing along with it, too. I have a... Oh, man. I uh, Steve Miller Band. Well, Steve Miller Band. This is... I shouldn't even bring this up. Ah, but it, do, it, it tortures me now. Um, I was, like, so in love with this girl in high school, and she just Ooh. considered me her friend. Uh, just, just beautiful. And seems like some at one point seemed like she was torturing me mm-hmm. and she didn't like me at like that and then one time she's like 
I've been practicing my stripping and like literally stripped naked to this song in front of me and like I was I was such a fucking <laughs> wuss and a baby. I'm just like that's pretty good stripping. <laughs> you think that was her testing you to see if you had the balls to make a movie? I and absolutely. She, knew, she she didn't want anything to do with me like that. She was treated me she like she was taunting you. She then. treated me like a no. Well, she was treating me like her gay friend. I see. And because okay. I, I had become I was so harmless and like oh, okay. I'm picturing you as Roger Rabbit with the steam coming out of the ears. <laughs> You were in the friend zone, not the bone zone, <laughs> where you uh, want it to be. I got there eventually, but don't I, worry about I it. I love Homer's car, number one. Oh, like it's so cool. Up, I think so. it's a Pinto. I think so. Yeah, but, it's but, hideous. Also, I made this note that uh, after watching now Futurama, I can't not see Homer as Fry. Teen Homer oh, for yeah. sure. I, I had the same thought. Fry. Yeah. And I think it's also because... Mac Raining says on the commentary that Teen Homer was kind of inspired by him. Like that was same his haircut, haircut as yeah. a kid. Also, and the I, same haircut of Brett Elson from like the last. And well, last I mean, years. like I, I was watching the episode. I'm like, it would not take that much modification to make my hair like Homer's. Like flatten here, part here. You're really gonna ditch the so Dolph Ziggler, Daniel Bryan thing? Yeah, yeah. Well, you need puffier bangs though. That's oh yes, the thing. Yeah, I don't know if I could just flatten everything. It would be kind of like Homer's. But anywho, like... I, I also meant to point out, like, there, whenever I see these scenes of the Simpsons watching television together and not looking at their iPhones, it's always a little jarring. But the idea yeah. of an entire family sitting around together and watching a Siskel and Ebert review show like that, <laughs> I can yeah. just imagine, like, throwing things at my parents until they change the And they're family. traumatized when it's over. Yeah. When it doesn't, like, when yes. the TV breaks, they're screaming, like... I think this is sick. You're yeah. staring at a dot. <laughs> that's, that's a great line. So, we also meet Marge, and one of the things I missed in this episode where, like, uh... Her friend introduces her to feminism, but yeah. all of Marge's feminism—sorry, all of Marge's feminism—is based on one issue of uh, one magazine. Ms. Magazine, and she's she, radicalized within like two hours, and she applies it inappropriately later when she's talking about the movie "Butterflies Are Free." Is that a real movie? That, that's what her speech is based on in two different scenes. Yes, Even if your kid is blind. Yes, uh, like uh, okay, we'll talk about this later, but okay. we'll, we'll get to. I'm it. for equal rights, but do we really need a whole amendment? <laughs> Come on, Marge, don't you think you deserve to earn just as much as a man who does the same job? Well, not if I have to do heavy lifting or math oh marge you really ought to read this <laughs> that is that is such an old stereotype do you know anybody in your life who is better at math than a woman yeah, yeah. like that's, was that was women, that a stereotype women are I, bad at math i think that's okay. what it was I mean, is yeah. that, that only was, men that's could why do math. everybody got so mad at barbie saying math is hard that's right yeah which would later be a simpsons episode i feel like the stereotype is flipped though right like do women you, are just like when the, we go and play a strategy game yeah, all of our women friends kick the shit out of us. <laughs> my woman, my my lady, particularly helps me balance my finances. Like, how the fuck did women get the reputation yeah. of being bad well, at I'm math? I'm actually hearing that like I've heard men rights activists quote stat statistics that men are falling behind women in all these college fields. Like they're better educated. It's than the men. war on men. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, whatever happened to Marge's friend too? Like Homer is still friends with Barney to I, this day. I but... do love the clip of them meeting in high school for the first time. Hi, Homer. You late for English? English. Who needs that? I'm never going to England. Come on, let's go smoke. So, <laughs> when he... Okay, so I first read that as a kid as they're smoking cigarettes, yeah. but... When he Ooh. calls that, when he calls them, their answer to Cheech and Chong, were they supposed to be smoking? I weed? think you're you're right because yeah. it, I also think this is was this the first time I saw a bong or was there a bong? The bong pre- line. It was yeah. the first time I'd heard the word. I don't bong. know if it was Dondelinger was so out of touch that he didn't realize like Cheech and Chong were smoking pot. That's you the know? most Rick and Morty yeah. principal name. Is his name yeah. Dondelinger? Mister Mister Long. Yeah, and he comes back on occasion. But yeah, like Marge also notices the sm- the smell of smoke coming from mm-hmm. the boys' room, which is like. 
Or not like, I guess yeah, if it was tobacco, cigarette. you'd smell that. Too. Yeah, you would, but it, they're smoking. I don't, I don't it's know. It's a specific. It, yeah. Marijuana is a specific smell. Yeah. Like yeah. And if I didn't say this already, I said it in the last episode, but these two are a one, one-two punch of emotional emotional wreckage for poor little Chris here. Uh, like, I don't know why, but this, this episode really gets me right in the cockles. Uh, Homer meeting Marge for the first time. Excuse me, is this room 106? Hey, who's that? <laughs> I, I don't know. Do birds it's a great sequence. Yeah. It's a great sequence. I love the animation. David Silverman, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he mentioned that. Uh, oh, so this isn't the Carpenters? No. It's Just like me. It's a, it's a studio it's, singer. Yeah, it's a very close sound to Ken yeah. Carpenter. Uh, also, yeah, speaking to David Silverman, he mentions on the... He mentioned on the commentary that he graduated in 74 as well. Oh, wow. And so he brought in his school yearbook to show them, like, here's fashion. Like, here's what we were all doing in 74. Yeah, Marge's so. hair, she's wearing her hair down. She's yeah. putting her bangs behind her ears. Yeah, she looks, yeah. she, her hairstyle reminds me of, is it Busy Phillips from uh, yeah, Freaks and Geeks? Busy like, ex- the exact same hairstyle. Right, yeah. Though yeah. once her hair goes up, she... She doesn't look young anymore. She's like, well, you're grown up, March now. Like, yeah. it's, it's very indistinguishable. And Homer with hair looks so much younger. Like, yes. he's not supposed to be that old in the show, but, like, yeah, the hair does do a lot for him. It's it's later in a later flashback where they show the progress of his hair. And, yeah. like, okay, now that all makes sense. So, it's all plausible. So then, when Homer tells his dad... Wait, uh, like, the, okay, him wait. courting Marge, there, he meets Marge in detention. Marge's right. first time in detention. So Homer goes to detention for smoking, and Marge yeah. goes for burning her bra. Which goes up like tissue paper. Again, this... this Was that supposed to indicate that she that Marge, that stuffed, Marge her stuffed her bra yeah. I thought it might but so. I, I think it just I don't know this, this someone, episode to me is one of the funniest ever like line for line is really of, funny so I think maybe. stuffing your bra was just putting tissues in it because it, there's there's an episode of the Wonder Years where Kevin finds yeah, out that cheerleader stuffs her bra and it's like traumatic for him but I didn't know if that was Marge's bra this was or the most someone, important bra moment that was of given my to her lifetime. during the, the, pre, the demonstration like, Whatever I, bra I thought it was supposed to be funny that they were burning a they didn't know how to burn a bra when making a proper it doesn't remind me when they it as a small tit joke you pervs Jeez. god does, I'm so progressive it does remind me of when they're burning the crusty merchandise it's like wow I didn't realize they would burn yeah. that much burn that quick uh, but I, this, this scene I think is particularly sweet uh, Homer trying to ask out Marge in attention oh yeah so uh, what are you in for I'm a political prisoner <laughs> last time I ever take a stand well yeah. I'm here for being me every day I show up act like me and they slap me in here Simpson be quiet you I haven't seen you in school before. Okay, Simpson. What? You just bought yourself another day of detention. What a Maybe dick. we should get together sometime. Two days. I'm sorry, I don't even know your name. I'm Homer. Three days. Jay. Four days. Simpson. Five days. It was worth it. Six days. <laughs> okay, Simpson, to the back of the room. <laughs> you should have punished Marge for talking there, though, too. No. They never explained, like, why was Marge new to the school? They never explained why they would never have met before. No, I mean, well, you went yeah. to high school and you didn't know everybody. Like, yeah, but there's, there's only a, a little thing with Marge because she's treated like the hottest girl in school, but nobody knows her name. She's not yeah. popular. But I mean, my school was, I don't know, like probably like the graduating class was probably like two or three hundred people. Mm-hmm. So like I knew uh, uh, like one third of them from my grade school and then like another third of them from middle school and then the other third like Magician at the beginning class. of high school. Oh. Like it, no, but it was like you would gradually get to know all these people. Like yeah. senior year, if somebody shows up, 
they're a new kid, and yeah. that yeah. they're a mystery. No, I, so, I'm saying like, it does not frame that very well at all. It does treat Marge like the new kid in yeah, school. They, well, I, yeah, but I think Marge was just a nerd who took civics classes who blossomed, but Homer was never going to see her. And Homer yes, is probably yeah. self-centered and stupid, so it's yeah. very possible he doesn't he's got know the everybody. Worst father ever. I, I yeah. love the that flashbacks. How bad Abe, Abe, yeah. how, how bad his advice is, and what a, in, in most flashback sequences, Abe is portrayed as awful. And their house is just disgusting, dude. It, like again, I'd la- I had I, there's too many things that awoke in something in me in Barney's house, but at least it's not Abe's house. Yeah, yeah. where he's raising a family. Where it, there's like greasy, greasy fan vents all over this. <laughs> yeah, like everywhere. Ceiling. Well, and their their dinner is like we got a bucket of Shakespeare's fried chicken. Let's just eat it together. <laughs> uh, I miss Shakespeare's fried chicken again. The worst advice ever. Now, this girlfriend of yours, is she a real looker? Uh-huh. Light on the ball? Oh, yeah. Oh, son, <laughs> don't overreach. Go for the dented card. Get in, job. The less attractive girl. Oh, Abe. Oh, well, I blame myself. I should have had this talk a long time ago. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. Thanks, Bob. And, yeah, knowing, so knowing, yeah, knowing Abe's wife left him yeah. makes this yes. scene a lot more poignant yes. for me. And, that and would why be like, Homer aspires to nothing. Abe's an MRA. Yeah. <laughs> why Homer aspires to nothing. And like, and like why when he's even treated with a job at the nuclear power plant, he reacts like this. Homer, do, do you have any plans for after graduation? Me? I'm going to drink a lot of beer and stay out all night. <laughs> oh, no, I meant career-wise. You know, that nuclear power plant will be opening soon. It's one of the few outfits around that won't require a college education. Me in a nuclear power plant. <laughs> Kaboom! Uh-huh. <laughs> I like seeing birds on that brochure, yeah. too. We find but, out so yeah. that, so no. that um, guidance counselor would grow up to be Ebert in the beginning. Of <laughs> I guess that so. Well, all right, no, the, Your the, mother the, didn't think it was so... <laughs> a joke we we skipped there that I really didn't get as a kid was mm. when Abe tells him to get a beer. That's right. And yeah. He's like, I just collect the cans, Daddy. Yeah. yeah, it's like he knows Homer's drinking. That's such yeah. a mean thing to do. Like, and it was also a very like specific reference too that it was a pull tab can. They, That's right. They yeah. Pull the tab. I remember off. finding those in the woods and like, what the fuck yeah. are these things? They're futuristic. Kind a of sticker based beer can. Uh-huh. To defend Abe Simpson, it's like, well, he's letting his son have a beer with him while he gives him like the birds and the bees talk. Yeah, I like. There's a just lot of. And refresh. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of courtship rituals now that are considered not cool. I think the um, idea of marrying your high school sweetheart is also not cool for our generation. But right? there's also there, well there there is also the thing that like for some reason whenever you're trying to impress a woman you're willing to become a better person for the first time <laughs> in your life. I think that still exists. Yeah. And I love this that immediately Homer's like I gotta join the debate club. Yeah, or something. he finds out from the guidance counselor. That's what yeah, Mark is into. And, and so that leads to another. This, this a very is, big breach of the guidance counselor uh, contract or whatever. Like mm-hmm. I'll tell you exactly what this uh, girl does. Yes. So that yeah, you can yeah. go do it. Here's too. her address. But Homer, I, Homer goes to him for love advice, really, not yes. for his own like guidance. And I, I didn't. I didn't know if that was. That seemed to be a very specific reference, the idea of a guidance counselor for M through Z and A through No, that's the way it worked L. in my school. Yeah. Did it really? Yeah. yeah I, I feel mean, like we had true. one guidance counselor in my school. There was not <laughs> two guidance counselors split into the expertise alpha. There's, yeah. It was expertise were split alphabetically. See, our See guidance... I went to a big high school. Oh, yeah. rub yeah. it in, Dave. Our guidance counselor very, very... Uh, shaved her eyebrows off and then painted them on. So when she was oh, talking to you, you could not even pay attention. It was just like, what, what's going on with your eyebrows? <laughs> I, I have the worst guidance counselor story just because like, I saw my parents parents meet him when he's like hi how's it going tom and then like we're walking by him in a just on the way out of lunch I'm like what's up tom and he's like hey hey Ooh. not fucking tom to you man 
Ooh. Call me Mr. Blip. I don't fucking remember your name, asshole. But it traumatized me for a long time. Wow, he, wow, he waited to pull rank, Tom. He totally pulled rank on a fucking elementary school kid. <laughs> I've hated guidance counselors ever since. <laughs> but he felt like a real big man. But I well, love the, this. And the then clip Jay of, Sherman shows up, right? I don't, I, see, this, that's the thing. I don't have that yet. But him joining the debate club, I love the sequence. <clears throat> My name's Homer Simpson. I'd like to sign up or something. Well, we have an opening on the debate team. Debate? Like arguing? Yes. I'll take that, you dingpot! <laughs> Just warming up, Mrs. Blumenstein. This year's topic <laughs> is resolved. The national speed limit should be lowered to 55 miles per hour. 55? That's ridiculous! Sure, they'll save a few lives, but millions will be late! <laughs> Why don't you take con? So I, I didn't. I didn't have a, a good Lovitz clip of Ziff because I liked his clips later on. I think he becomes a better, funnier character. But Lovitz appears, in, in, well, in our show first. But I, he appears as just a random shop teacher in the middle of the episode. Oh, that's really? him, right? Yeah. yeah. I had him for four years. Solid C student. Made a lamp last year. Made a lamp last year. Wow! To, to, I never knew that was John Lovitz. To go get references on him from other yeah. people throughout the school. Yeah. And I only grabbed this clip because it was on. Every promo for this episode, which I was obsessed with, having recorded it and thinking Homer might be dead. Look, I'm not asking you to like me. I'm not asking you to put yourself in a position where I can touch your goodies. I'm just asking you to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh, then soon comes. I feel like the first full shot of Homer's ass. Like, yeah, I guess he's naked in in uh, Simpsons in the the nature the, episode. Uh, call, call the Simpsons. Call, call the Simpsons. Call the Simpsons. Yeah. yeah, he is nude, but you don't really see his butt. Like. In this one, that angle on his ass is like, it's near pornographic. They can't show butts anymore, as far as I know, thanks to the whole Janet Jackson thing. Thank you, That happened 10 years ago, or uh, almost 12 years ago, Jesus Christ. Your barely visible nipple showed on national television. Dear God, the world saw pasties. And Dan Castellaneta and and John Lovitz have such great chemistry. They are so good together. It is excellent. And I I do love their sequence, and he realizes he can get to Marge, because she's a French tutor, and if I pretend I'm a French student. Also, I Um, love the, it's not the most witty joke but when barney asks her friend out on a date yeah. she's like good god no <laughs> well put. Says, i wouldn't well, go out with you if you're elliot gould no, that, that that's another character that, yeah, also, that, that also sounds like th- that voice in particular in that sequence sounds like it's coming from a different room i don't it know kind how of it does my, yeah uh, but this guy that good call this french connection i love how it, it bleeds into back into the present where the simpsons are telling the story of the meeting i, I tutor part-time you tutor yes and anyone can be tutored just those who need help with french French? What a coincidence. Just the subject I'm having trouble with. <laughs> Why you cagey old dog? Great story. Positively spellbinding. <laughs> Damn you, work. Bart, pay attention. Bart banging on the television. Yeah. Well, that came my fa- one of my favorite lines of the episode, which is like, my- you may be telling this to your own son someday if something breaks. <laughs> now, my line is actually f- my line of the show. The joke. It just makes me laugh so much because it's Lisa essentially acknowledging she's in a flashback episode. Everything I know tells me this story doesn't end with us sitting here and you telling it to us. <laughs> <laughs> well, so when Marge's French knowledge, like she lost all of that. She used to apparently know French so What's... well that she could tutor. Well, her last name is Bouvier. Her you last think... name is Bouvier. Yeah. So I'm assuming she just as a housewife doesn't have any reason to use it. So yeah. that's a Kennedy reference, of course. Way, yeah, Bouvier's. In case you did, well, I mean, of course, people... I don't understand. I mean, well, her mother's mm-hmm. name is Jacqueline Bouvier. Yes, yeah, yeah. That. J- Jacqueline Kennedy's maiden name was Bouvier. So the oh, joke I, that wasn't Onassis. Marge's, I'm confused. She <laughs> then later married Onassis, which pissed a lot of people off that she married that Greek guy so soon. Yeah, 
This this is the scandal of the sixties. But eventually, Marge says yes to Homer. Homer, you're amazing. Before you couldn't say bonjour, but now you can conjugate all the regular verbs to irregular verbs and sing the first verse of Alouette. Alouette, jante, Alouette, Alouette, jante, Blue Marie. Yeah. I can't believe it. It's sticking. You're telling me new stuff, and minutes later, it's still there. And it's all thanks to you. Marge, when I see you forming the vowels and consonants... Consonants? Consonants oh with your beautiful mouth and your beautiful breath pushing... It's a bit much. Your beautiful <laughs> You'll see. I guess. I like that, I guess. Marge, yeah, cute. would you go to the prom with me? You know, Homer, you're like no one I've ever met before. You're dear... And honest and open, without a trace of pretension. I'll take that as a compliment. So will you go out with me? Please say we. We! Whoa, whoa, Marge! This will be the greatest night of your life. I've been saving up for a new engine for my car, but I'm going to spend it all on us. I'm renting the biggest limo. I'm going to buy you the biggest corsage. My tux is going to have the widest lapels, the most (laughs) ruffles, and the highest platform shoes you ever saw. Hmm. Maybe I'll wear my hair. (laughs) Up. Just that last bit, just to solidify this is the most 70s episode of all time. That's the origin of Marge's hair, I think. That is a sweet money. Yeah, that she never puts it back down after that. Though that she wants to have a hairstyle exactly like her mom's. Homer's also odd. His biggest barrier to actually going on a date with Marge is, well, he lies. And right after that clip, he but admits he immediately to it. admits to yeah. it, which yeah. is like he's too stupid to protect yeah. himself. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's like, "If you like honesty, here's some honesty." And then what? Marge immediately is just like, God. And that, "I love that she goes like pretending to be stupid." Yeah, like, uh, it was good <laughs> acting. Uh, though I wanted to mention when I did see some parallels in real life with this because uh, you know Marge knew French very well then and didn't didn't seem to use it or have lost that skill. In her, in as a mother, like that, my mom too. Like she, she learned Spanish into college, and like that was one of her skills. And now she barely has mastery of it anymore. Like she just kind of let it go. Yeah, it happened to me too. I took a lot of French classes. So other than Homer's own stupidity, um, who is who is the biggest barrier to heading to prom with Marge? Bro? John Lovitz. John Lovitz yes. playing Artie Ziff, who does his Occam. Yeah, Marge. I think that's the this first. This may not be Ackham. the most appropriate form for what I'm about to put forth. Is my quote of the show. But, <clears throat> would you go to the prom with me? Whoa. Well, I, I can think of a dozen highly cogent arguments. Now, the first is from Time Magazine, dated January 8th, 1974. America's love affair with the prom. <laughs> Even wallflowers to look forward to one day a year. No, Artie, Artie, the best argument is that I've known and respected you for eight years, and I would be delighted to go to the prom with you. Uh, am I just too manly to, like, that is such a bizarre criteria to, like, mm-hmm. go and date someone that I've respected you for well, eight years. Well, she thinks she's going on a date with a friend, <laughs> like, yeah. clearly this will pay, this will turn yeah. bad later, but she thinks, like, yeah, with a friend, sure. Yeah. Especially after the, the Homer internet tells incident. me that nice guys are just, uh, <laughs> they'll treat girls uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I liked his, I liked his, like, 70s Jufro, though, yeah. too. Like, it was really funny, but... Uh, How do you like mine? Jesus. I, I, I did love Homer's, guess who's got a date for the prom? Like, yeah, we should point out Homer, uh, Marge walks out on Homer, and he does not question it, because he feels like if he avoids her, he'll still go but to the prom I, with her. I have dealt with problems like that for almost my entire life. Yeah. I mean, there's something now called the fade out, which, like, <laughs> if you're just not interested in dating somebody, you just stop communicating with, with them. But there is that weird period where it's like, wait, uh... 
I guess I'm still dating this yeah, person. There's no closure yeah, yeah. here. Mm-hmm. I think this is a long. This is the very earliest uh, instance of the fade out. But well, the whole thing with with Artie, mm-hmm. like just from the Achim to him <laughs> him using a Time magazine quote, "America's <laughs> love affair with a prom. Even wallflowers have one date a year." Webster's is a fine prom. That was all just like that's my favorite scene of this entire episode. He's such a great character, and he doesn't. I only didn't yeah. grab a clip of him earlier because he gets great at the end. The worst yeah, he for gets. sure. They make uh, they they mention how in the commentary this is pretty much his audition for the critic like after they did this they're like we want him back for more episodes of the Simpsons and maybe we just want to make a whole cartoon he's one of the few people other than Phil Hartman who would go into play like like uh, upwards of five characters, I yeah, think. Yeah, Llewellyn Sinclair was one of them. There's uh, actually a joke in like his 16th season appearance or whatever mm-hmm. that all of his characters hang out together yeah. at the bar. <laughs> uh, and like Al Jean and Mike Reese wrote this episode with Sam Simon, and they would be the critic showrunners yeah, too. They're yeah, they're the critic showrunners. Uh, so you were talking about the what is the thing Marge is talking about with a blind child, and the more you help him, the more you hurt him. Like, see, like uh, Marge is very into the idea of like women not supporting men or women not being exploited, but butterflies are free. Or about uh, is about a <laughs> is about a man who is basically held captive by his mother because he is blind. He was born blind, and she is taking care of him, but he wants to strike it out on his own. So it's like the mother is not being forced into the situation; she's doing it of her own free will. So Marge is misinterpreting it because she read one magazine about uh, feminism, and it is such wow. a low key joke. It took me. This is like my wow. 40th viewing of this it's, episode. It's only like written on the blackboard. Yeah, like, like butterflies. butterflies are free. So yeah. I looked it up and I was like, what's the synopsis of this movie? Oh, I imagine man. if you saw this in 91 and you were like 30, wow, you, you would know what it was. Yeah, Man, wow. I, I'm learning something right yeah. now. Yeah. No never, fucking it idea. is such a low-key joke. Like Very. it is, It's still a joke, but you need to know what butterflies are free are. <laughs> and you need to understand what Marge's <laughs> feminism is. The fucking movie title of yeah. all time. I do see this as kind of a sad story, though, that Marge like, was a great student. Like You can see that she's Lisa's mother in that but just yeah like geez. her failing at this was kind of like the end of her uh, academic career pretty much I she feel doesn't like go to college you're totally right i feel like a later episode would underline the tragedy of her marrying homer like she her life just like went off the rails here like, like this is a mistake well, yeah I mean, like he is george mcfly to uh lorraine right yeah. Lorraine, yeah. like literally just took her off track yeah the apocryphal 90s show would say she went to college but that's like, right and then like oh god wow. let's not talk about well, that anymore same with, like this <laughs> is, never say apocryphal again this but. is supposed to be their first meeting but again this would get retconned in a later episode mm-hmm. that would show that homer and marge met when they were little kids but the, they the blunder years rather yeah or, okay. but they didn't know who they were yeah. Yeah. after this season we will find out that the Simpsons are the worst at titling episodes oh for ever. sure <laughs> it is some of the worst comedy associated with the Simpsons uh, I did have a sub line of the show just to, for Mrs. Bouvier oh this is one of my two. that's the joke if you pinch your cheeks they'll glow a little more try to break some capillaries dear couldn't we just use rouge for this ladies pinch <laughs> Whores use rouge. <laughs> it shows you the, what Marge grew up in. Yeah. You gotta hurt yourself in order to make it look like you've just been fucked. I'm sorry, I'm just gonna like, yeah, a whore would use any makeup. Like, that's that, that that's her mom's way of thinking. But, but that, yeah. just the idea of broken capillaries in your skin, that's like people with, like, blood... That's like, not the urban legend, uh, though. It's yeah. like men are supposed to be attracted to that because it looks like a woman just been f- had the shit fucked that out of her. That could have been it, yeah. And like, like, if you're flushed. Yes. Yeah. And you're either, you... like, you're aroused. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just picturing her cheeks looking like a really drunk man's nose where, like, all <laughs> of the blood vessels are blo- yeah. like, broken, and it's like... Is that what she's going for on her face? I, yeah. I still never actually... Well, you, haven't, you haven't mentioned it yet. I'm surprised because, like, correct me if I'm wrong... We see Marge's family, including her father. I wanted to point that out. His name is Clancy Bouvier, and it was revealed this year how he died on The Simpsons. Really? They finally 
Yes. But what is it? What is it? An episode called Puffless. It was revealed he died of lung cancer. Oh. Like, yeah, like in the writers' room, they're tossing around like ways he could have died. Like he got he died on a roller coaster or something. It was never admitted on the show. But uh-huh. that's see, yeah. you and I both read Simpsons Illustrated, and I remember in one of their comics, the comic was that Mrs. Bouvier came uh, over to stay, and Lisa mentions, "I know we all feel bad since uh, your your husband died yeah. in that in that roller coaster accident." So I guess they use that joke there, but yeah. like yeah. Yeah. But, and they talk about it in the commentary that they had said that they had pitched that as a potential thing, but it always got cut. Yeah, and we saw him as a um, a flight attendant yeah. in the season a six steward. episode of Fear of Flying. A, oh, a, yeah, a he died of embarrassment. Don't look at me! Yeah. So, uh, but, this lo- is what, but I mean, lung cancer makes sense. He is—he's lighting up like one of the worst cigarettes you can, like a cig- <laughs> yeah. like a Tipperillo or something. He is really like the male version of Patty and Selma. He's like, uh, this is the very rare appearance of Marge's dad. You know, I usually insist on approving Marge's dates. Man, from what she's told me, I'm sure you're a solid citizen. Thanks, Mr. B. <laughs> it sounds like Marvin Monroe mixed with Burgess Meredith. Burgess Meredith. So, oh, also speaking of Marge's sexuality. What Patty and Selma say is like uh, that's what you get if you don't put out like that, that she gets bad dates. That would imply, unless Patty and Selma are wrong about Marge's sexual history, that would imply that Marge has only ever been with Homer. Like she's unless she's cheated on him, she's never been yeah, with I've another man. I assume that just because they met in high school and they both look like they're courting someone for the first time. Well, it was a much simpler time though, yeah. you know. Then they seem to imply, well, and it was like in the time, I think even in the 90s, the idea that Marge would have been with anybody before Homer, like the yeah. writers or yeah. society. Yeah, well, the commentary, it. they even say, like, it was controversial that we, like, said they had a child out of wedlock. Yeah. 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 The they comic, didn't think they could get away with it. They also say in 1974, Tinder was just a post office box that you submitted <laughs> things to. Uh, I would like to fuck you, done with that. But, like, Homer is not Marge's date, but he shows up anyway. Yeah. So sad. wonderfully pathetic. Mm-hmm. What are you doing here? You said you'd go to the prom with me. Well, I, I also said I hated you, and we haven't even talked since then. I was afraid you'd cancel our date, so I stayed away from you completely, even though it meant skipping school for three weeks and graduating this summer. I hope. Homer was wrong. That. He did not graduate. They established that way yeah. later, though. Oh, man, that's right. I totally didn't. Wow. Okay, yeah. So man, Homer, Homer's estimation was wrong that he needed to finish that remedial science class. Was that episode that um, The Front? When he went back to uh, school? Yes, it was okay, the front, wow. yeah, at which brought back Dondelinger as well. Yeah. And by the way, in that episode, when they have their next 20th a- reunion, that would be in 2014. Oh, my God. Uh, in that I... flash forward. Wow. So we're now past that flash forward. I'm terrified But now. that's for you two years from now. With the on his head again. There, there is also the best, my favorite Simpsons character comes up here. And it's not a oh, character. Oh, that is another first. It what? is another first. That's Charles Bronson voice. It's the first time we've ever seen it. Is, is that what you want to call him? I call him Hank Azaria's blue collar Let the good times roll. Let the good times roll. This one writes novels that, it, like, I love <laughs> this character's voice so much. My favorite is just, I wanted to fix those potholes on Main Street and to just show a cutaway of a guy driving a popcorn truck yeah. into a hole and he just goes, Oh, <laughs> here's the thing on the commentary they pointed out they wanted that to be one character because he appears later as a limo driver much older with the yeah. same voice but then they just gave that voice to everybody it was like wise guy voice yes. they referred to it as I love this character yeah hey buddy where's your date she's with him ouch so I guess <laughs> oh. you want me to take you home huh? hey I paid for this car I paid for this tuxedo and I paid for the two dinners we're going to the prom prom it is 
<laughs> but I don't put out. <laughs> I love that voice so much. Oh, it makes you so yeah. happy. Yeah. Then we saw the. Then we see the Larry Davis experience playing Yellow Brick Road. What is that a reference to? Larry Davis experience. I meant well, to look that up. I don't know what they the show up a is, lot. They just show yeah. up a ton. Yeah. Like yeah, it just, feels like a very David Silverman hey, specific. Yeah, thing. I feel like that's just a David Silverman drawing. He was like, oh, there's a band in here. I'll make sure it's the Larry <laughs> Davis experience again. They were in the Babysitter Bandit episode too. Yeah, I believe they were playing the doo doo. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Maybe they're just really early fans of Fridays and uh, Larry <laughs> David on Seinfeld. Uh, and that's where the bong line comes in, too. Is I'm, that a bong? I'm not, I'm not complaining, but just like we've established that what kind of character is Marge? They do kind of play her as the new girl and yeah. the most popular girl in school. But and she's she been gets, there for eight years, so she's And she gets voted prom queen. Yeah. The, yeah, uh, yeah, that the, doesn't the, make sense. The prom king queen thing, like, that is weird that, like, that Marge doesn't know Homer very well or vice versa and that already got voted prom king I feel like there's something in the script that suggested the votes were stuffed or something last minute changed with everybody else maybe yeah. Artie Ziff Queen but... Marge yeah. long live the queen hello classmates it's so good instead of voting for some athletic hero or a pretty boy you have elected me your intellectual superior as your king good for you <laughs> good for you well <laughs> Maybe people liked Artie Ziff. You know, like she was riding the Ziff popularity wave. I can't imagine it. No, he's the most respected person. He doesn't get voted prom queen. It would damage the town. I definitely have that. I also have him singing. Why do birds (laughs) suddenly appear? Every time. Every time. You're near. It does ruin I'm sorry for talking Homer. over that, but yeah. I love it. No, it's great. It's great. And then another heartfelt scene is like right afterwards, Homer has to talk to Marge. Yeah, I've never been so sure of something, Marge. Why are you doing this? Why can't you accept that I'm here with someone else? <laughs> because I'm sure we were meant to be together. Usually, when I have a thought, there's a lot of other thoughts in there. Something says yes, something says no, but this time there's only yes. How could the only thing I've ever been sure about in my life be wrong? Hmm. I don't know. But it is. <sighs> Such a stab in the heart. Yeah. She's so trying many to let women him, have told me that. She's trying to let him down easy, though. She cares enough to at least talk to him. Though, as a story for, like, uh, as a lesson to teach young men, it's like, well, yeah, maybe a girl did say that, but she actually will realize she loves you later yeah. when the, if when something the... bad happens with her current boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. And I just yeah. have this clip labeled as Artie. Artie is a rapist. Yes, um. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was no George McFly to save Marge, so it would have to be Homer. Well, he at least came to his senses. That's or also, true. Maybe when he gets slapped, he realized like. Oh, I actually can't overpower her. Yeah, I'll just stop. Artie is hardly Biff Tannen. That's a much darker thought to have, that he's just like, oh, I will fail at sexual assault, so let's just stop. We'll say that the the sound alone of this is more disturbing than watching it. Gee, Artie, Artie, wait, I don't know. I mean, it was was a beautiful evening. Come on, let's not ruin it. Oh, Artie, mm. please. Come on, kiss me. Oh, Artie. Oh, really, I mean it. Now stop it. (gasps) Oof. I'm sorry, Marge. Take me home, Marty. Oof. Well, it's one o'clock. I love this line. You want to keep me? I'm afraid it's going to be $45 an hour. Nah, that's okay. I'm broke. I'll walk home. 
Yeah. Why spoil a perfect evening? I didn't know that Uber driver's right in this thing. Dude, so. yeah. adjusting for inflation, 1974, that was a very yeah. expensive. It's a lot of money. It's a limo. It's not limo. a cab. Yeah. It's a fancy stretch limo. But 45 bucks? <laughs> I can't imagine anything I'd pay 45 bucks. I won't pay that much for a karaoke room. I liked earlier <laughs> when Homer said to him, like, let's go to Inspiration Point, And he says, like, all right, yeah, but I'm only paid to drive. I'm only paid to drive. I don't put up. Do you have the uh, clip of when Artie and Marge are at Marge's doorstep? Of course. Please play that, Chris. It's not only great, but it's, again, the second... I, I'd like to think the second show in a road where a busy hands joke is made during It's my line of the encounter. show. Actually, one word is my line of the show. That's the joke. Marge, I would appreciate it if you didn't tell anybody about my busy hands. Not so much for myself, but I am so respected, it would damage the town to hear it. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Okay. That was my line of the show. Good night. Good night. It's like the ultimate John Lovitz reading yeah. and it is stuck in my brain for yeah. 25 years. I just think of that whenever I hear good night. Good night. I'm R.T. Ziff. It's another commentary yeah, that he would say yeah. good night. I'm R.T. Ziff. I'm sad they, they cut that part out because yeah. I feel like it would have yeah. underlined his nerdiness. Uh, it would damage the so town. I wonder if he uh, the town. Damage uh, the town to hear it. Uh, I'm surprised Artie never like went back and tried to like date Patty or Selma because yeah, they were into he him. Had a chance with them. Yeah. Who's they thought he was he handsome, and she he thought they were handsome too. And hey, I got to be honest, looked pretty good in the '70s. Yeah, yeah they didn't look bad. Yeah, they had the, the husky voices, which they developed at like age 12, according to a flashback. Who's to say he didn't have sex with them? That's like, true. Who knows? But like, they didn't go back the next night for them. But I also a line that always stuck me as a kid, just the. When Homer goes over to the side of the road, he goes, All right! All right! So I have an extra long clip. This is the, right. the end of the episode, but it's so beautiful. It's a it's really good ending. Sweet. I'm yes. going to ruin this for you. How did Homer? How did Marge find Homer? Just uh, drove driving? around until she found him, I guess Springfield I guess. might be a smaller town in the 70s. Well, I, I, thought, I thought they said that, like, he, was he at Inspiration Point too? And he yeah, walked home yeah. from so there. So she got yeah. driven but back. She wouldn't and, know he's from Inspiration But he Point. walked back before they left, so maybe she saw him. Maybe. It's possible. It I doesn't guess. matter. I just wanted to be a jerk. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm over as far as I can go. All right. All right. I'll walk in the mud. Stop, stop, stop. Homer? Marge? Yeah. You want a ride? Sure. You know, Homer, when I got home, I realized who I should have gone to the prom with. Who? Oh. Hi, yeah. prom day. Marge, mm. poor boo. Mm. Why so glum? <sighs> I got a problem. I'm with Bart. Once you stop this us. car, I'm gonna hug you and kiss you, and then I'll never be able to let you go. And I never have. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was doing as a kid by that point. Me too. Cut to credits. Can I talk yeah. about the ending for this episode they didn't show? Yeah. That they wrote, but they, they just ended with Bart gagging. Mm-hmm. Uh, Homer is like, they talk about how, how Artie went to prison yeah. for like what? tax evasion or like insider trading or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Homer's mm-hmm. like, no, he can't vote. And Lisa's like, but you don't vote that. He's like, that's because I don't want to. <laughs> yes. And then the episode ends. So that's what the, the show was originally going to end like. <laughs> yeah, it was. It, you feel like you should get some more uh, closure for Artie. Well, this was such a big deal back then, though. Like, now we've seen 
Eight million Simpsons flashbacks and flash forwards. Like I was all their say, life. We should probably do an article at some point in yeah. Simpsons flashback episodes. Yeah. How many think, have there been? Yeah. Okay, so Hank, you're like uh, okay. So when they were watching these episodes, they they were inspired doing the commentary. So yeah. in season fourteen, Artie came back, mm-hmm. and we find yeah. out he's obsessed with Marge, and he like yeah. recreated their prom, and he like flies her out to like re-experience. It's like season yeah. fourteen. So I believe season fourteen. No, no, yeah. no, no that's the first time he comes back. Uh, I know he's oh, at their reunion. Right. He's the reunion. Yeah. Voice by Love it. It's Dan Castellaneta doing the voice. Mentioned on the commentary, they had just recorded that episode, so that episode uh, did not inspire it. Okay, but they definitely you can you can't see them watching episodes like oh they clearly were rethinking this stuff about the Simpsons. It was Al Jean who was writing and yes. running the show. I would bet that happens more than you'd think. That I, I bet Simpsons writers and producers don't actually watch season two episodes of the show yeah. until they do commentaries and they're reminded, oh fuck, Artie Ziff. Yeah. I forgot about that guy. On some of the later commentaries, you hear about a trivia contest they had with Simpsons fans, and like, we're going to blow them out of the water. And then, like, they were destroyed by Simpsons fans <laughs> yes. at trivia. By the way, like, I, I meant to mention this earlier. Like, when they're at prom, I guess if this was, like, a modern day episode, Homer would have, like, gotten in contact with Barney and, like, dude, let's just, like, hang out at the prom together and drink. The fact, like, they are disconnected at the prom, and Homer spends the entire night alone, like, you think at some point he would have been, like, Dude, Barney, let's like drink. I'm I'm going stag let's tonight. Let's set this place on fire. Yeah, yeah. Barney did streak yeah. referencing the famous Ray Stevens oh, song. Right. Yeah, but at, at no point do they ever like let's hang okay. out. We're was, best friends. Is that because that song's from '74? Because that song appears for no reason. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I mean, like streaking was a fad. Remember the Mr. Show sketch? I, streak yeah. Dome. Yeah, '97. Yeah. Fucking great. Streak Dome, 97, uh, it, just that. just that like he streaks for a second, and then we hear the song, the streak. Is yeah, we needed to be reminded. Well, it was the Larry Davis experience? They're just playing. On the ball. It's like I, yeah. yeah. Like, like they were just like on the Tonight Show, where they're like, "Oh, we should play a sting here." Do, yeah, do. running naked through a, a public crowd was a fad at some point. That's how yeah. low yeah, entertainment I was. I don't know when this episode will air, so I'll just say R.I.P. Ray Stevens. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah, well he might deserve it. At this uh, point. Yeah, he, uh, he's another one of those. That could be a list too of like celebrities who were broken by 9-11 yeah he'd be another one well he did make a song called Ahab the Arab yep. a long time before that so <laughs> that is true so yeah. maybe it didn't break him yeah it just it just empowered him so I guess that was uh, the way yep. we was that was the yeah. way we was in our longest episode ever but I think if any episode merits it yeah. is this one they're only gonna get longer after this no, so uh, <laughs> as always I'm your host Bob Mack you can find me at Bob Servo on Twitter B-O-B-S-E-R-V-O I also write for US Gamer and Something Awful mm-hmm. and I do the classic gaming podcast Retronauts go to Retronauts.com or usgamer.net or just search for it wherever you listen to podcasts it's a classic game podcast all these guys have been on it and you'll love it I'm out of breath everybody mm-hmm. my talk name about is Chris things. and I'm better than Bob and <laughs> you can find me at Canteast on Twitter oh, I probably man. won't answer anything <laughs> and, uh, until stuff clears up but I also do a lot of work at lasertimepodcast.com including the Lasertime show uh, which is there in the weekly video game show Video Game Apocalypse so check that out at lasertimepodcast.com mm-hmm. and don't forget that if you like this but you haven't heard the first season that's available only to patrons on patreon.com slash Laser Time. Five dollars a month gets you so many extras, including the first thirteen episodes of Talking Simpsons, where we talk about the uh, rough but fun first season. Yeah. Uh, there's also Cheap Podcast, the uh, Laser Times Wrestling Podcast. If you're curious about the uh, the Russian Rasputin and uh, <laughs> Warner von Braun from that, uh, re- what was that? Truckosaurus. The- yeah, Truckosaurus episode. Uh, yeah, there's a wrestling show on this <laughs> on this network. It'll help you into it. Yeah. So yeah, that's been Talking Simpsons. We'll see you next week, everybody. Good night. <laughs> Papa Goose of Love. People talk about 
wrong, doing you wrong, doing you wrong, doing you wrong. But don't you worry, baby, don't worry. Cause I'm right here, right here, right here.